Hey, final hour, going to be talking to Matt Verzal in about 25 minutes or so. Also get some final thoughts on the weekend that will be in college basketball. Mentioned the Summit League tournament uh, is just about two weeks. In fact, it is exactly two weeks away. And that could go either way for the Omaha men's basketball team. They could be as low as a seven, as high as a three seed, uh, based on my calculations and what's uh, realistic. So um, lots of stuff going on uh, just outside of both Nebraska and Creighton, but with Omaha as well. We've been talking about it. It's been kind of a theme here, not only today, but uh, the last couple of weeks since we knew of the launch date of the new college football game at EA Sports is doing it. And they are coming back even stronger now with the element of what was its undoing, which, as we know, that was the O'Bannon case, the the lawsuit that involved a former Husker quarterback and Sam Keller as well. And now student athletes in 2024 can get paid for their name, image, likeness to be a part of this game. We are going to talk about this with Matt Brown of Extra Points. Matt, we welcome you back on the show, my man. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing great. This has been a, a busier-than-expected week for me in my beat, as, as you might imagine, but it beats the heck out of being bored, right? I yes. I appreciate you guys having me on. And we get to talk about a video game that I, I, I first want to go back. Matt, I'm not sure if you're a, a major gamer, if you were, if you still are. But this, for me personally, especially in high school and then going into college, I mean, you talk about the, the biggest time vampire. It was this game. It was Madden and Tiger Woods golf for me. And now I've, you know, I've, I've kind of adulted. I'm a father and a husband. Yeah. I don't have time for it. But I got to say, July comes around. I might be uh, looking to repurchase uh, whether it's a refurbished or a brand new gaming console, because this has got me excited. It's so funny because I think what you have described there is the absolute core demographic of the people that are most excited <laughs> about this game. I'm in the same boat, right? I'm almost 37 years old, mm-hmm. and I probably missed out on graduate school in part because of this game. Same. Right? This, is, this is how I spent a lot of, of year 20 instead of, uh, instead of maybe going to class. Um, but, you know, same thing, right? I, you know, full-time, you know, reporter, small businessman, father, husband, uh, all that stuff. But I'm not, I, I've been telling my readers, when this comes out, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to go play online like everybody else, and I'm going to get stuffed into a garbage can by some 15-year-old with no responsibilities. <laughs> That's the circle of life, right? Like, I am, I'm interested in this because not just my readers are interested in it, but I think it's a really important labor and business and tech story. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, of course, there's a lot of nostalgia fueling this because if you're if you're in your late twenties to early forties, this the original version of these games are foundational to you. Uh, I turned forty one here uh, in a few weeks, and so that you're you're speaking my language. I was in college, early two thousands, mid two thousands, and I can just still see my room and all my buddies. And you had plans of doing things that night, and before you know it, it's four o'clock in the morning, and you haven't left the apartment, and you're like, wait, what happened? But yet, this was so much fun. Yeah. That's what that's 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 what that's what it was. Well, you know, sorry I missed our date, honey. I actually yeah. Vanderbilt to the Super Bowl. You you understand, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, as my wife used to say, because I'm a Kansas alum and I used to work there. Uh, he she used to always say back in the day. So this is when the last game came out. So Charlie Weiss, who we try to forget, was the coach at Kansas at the time, and she goes, uh, "They the real." KU football team beat West Virginia one day, and I remember her posting on social media that I only thought they could win in Jimmy's video game, but here they won in real life. So, <laughs> which was true. 
Yeah, there, there will be tens of thousands of these stories here later this summer, unquestionably. Well, and Matt, the the whole, I guess we're now finally months away from this. We knew that it, the, the path had been cleared to bring this game back, but it seemed like it had been a while since we were able to really find out any type of launch date when this would actually become a reality. Based on what you've seen, what what has been the biggest hoops that have had to really been cleared to finally get to this point where we're going to have this game in July? Yeah, I think I think there's still a lot of consumer and fan misunderstandings about how these kind of games work. I think there's there were a lot of people that thought, look, you know, we had a college football game from 2014 on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just like Control C all of that code, <laughs> Control V in the new Xbox, right. change the graphics a little bit and this thing should be done in six months. And, and the reality is, and I've had multiple devs at EA tell me this, literally nothing from the last game can be used in this game. The, mm. the architecture is too different. And also, many of the people that built the last game aren't there anymore, right? You know, anybody that works in software knows that when a lot of people leave and you go back and it's not well documented, you don't know how to maintain it. So you're, you're essentially building entire, entirely new AAA video game IP from the ground up. You have an engine, you have a little bit of stuff you can use for Madden, but, but, but far less than I think fans appreciate. So that's a major technical uh, achievement and, and task. The other thing that I don't think I, I appreciate until I began to talk to more people at the company is that one of the most difficult things to do, honestly, is to render every single stadium. Like that's, that, that is a huge, takes a ton of processing power, a lot of, of design and animator time. Mm-hmm. So EA asked everybody, all 134 FBS institutions, to take hundreds and hundreds of photographs of every stadium from every conceivable angle, get inside the locker room, get the tunnel, get the buildings outside of the stadium so they can render it again and now in all of its glory here on, on a PlayStation 5. And that process started two years ago to have enough time to go get everybody in there. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to see examples of, of what that looks like very soon. I think people are going to be impressed. I, I Now, this is a genuine question because I haven't yeah. truly digged into this purposely. I guess uh, I've dug into this is what I, what I meant to say. But um, are you going to need a PS5 to play this game? You're going to need a next-generation console okay. of this game. It's not going to be on PlayStation 4. It's, it's not going to be on the Nintendo Switch. Um, and, and that's, and that's not a, a, a greed thing here. Like that, that's how, you know, this is this uh, yeah. new generation of consoles have been out for a couple of years. That's how all the new video games are going to be. Yeah. Is there, you mentioned how this is basically being built back up from the ground up. We, we know with so many different tech companies, we know that it's obviously also, you can, you can go to college now in the scholarship when it comes to esports. Yeah. Everything, everything in gaming has changed from when we used to remember this game, do you think that will have a positive impact on this particular layout and how it looks for your 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 common user? Um, I, I do, actually, right? And I, I think that's one of the really fascinating both sports and kind of tech questions about the development of this game because obviously video games and the video game business and how users interact with games have changed a lot since 2014. Mm-hmm. But so has college sports. Right. I mean, we, we have the, some, some very, you know, basic recruiting changes. The last time we had this game, there was one national signing day. People almost never transferred. NIL was, didn't, didn't exist. And so and obviously how you build a roster now has to be completely different. So recruiting is going to look very different. Um, the, the game itself has changed, right? 
we have different clock rules. We, yep. uh, the playbooks have a way of a wider variety in college than they do in the NFL. The animations are going to be different. So you have to be able to, to depict that. And then you go, okay, and how do we bring this up to speed with modern technology, modern engines, and online play, which also was kind of in its infancy, really, during, during the, uh, the last couple of college football games. So it, it's, it's a major change. But what, what I can say to, to fans is that EA is spending just a ton of time and money to try and make their depiction of college football as realistic as possible to what college football looks like right now, um, which I think should be pretty exciting. If there's, and I do want to get to the student athlete uh, benefit of this too. Now, the way I understand yeah. it, I believe it's at least $600 per student athlete. You get a copy of the game. Yep. Is this something that, and I mean, that, that goes to the tune of, you know, over 11,000 student athletes, you know, r- roughly over $6 million. But if you look at what this game will probably gross when it comes to its overall popularity, does that number seem for what the student athlete is getting for their name image likeness? Does that seem to be maybe the, I guess the best way to put well, it is yeah, either low or is, is that kind of the market value? I mean, how, how are, how are we able to sort of decide whether that's fair or unfair? It's, it is a really, really good and important question. And, you know, so first, you know, let me, let me preface it with this. You know, one of the major differences between this deal and every other video game licensing deal is that what we have for the NFL and the NBA and Major League Baseball and hockey and everything else, those deals are brokered by a player's union. Mm-hmm. You know, the union selects some licensing agent or some third party to do the negotiation. The players tell that licensing agent, hey, what, here are the things that are most important to us, and they haggle on and create a deal. That didn't happen in college because there's no union in college. Right now, this will probably change in 18 months, but right now college athletes aren't employees. And they don't have a trade association or membership group that has anywhere near the scale to, 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 to generate anything like that. So, so one team partners was kind of hired by EA. It's, it's basically you know, a management picking, <laughs> picking who they're negotiating with. So unquestionably, that relates to part of the reason why the top line number isn't very high. But the other challenge here is that it's actually, I think, very difficult to figure out what fair market value is because the market hasn't been set. And it hasn't been set on one hand because we haven't had this game in 11 years. Um, We actually, and I say we meaning like the college sports industry, don't totally know how much revenue this game's going to bring in. Um, It's not going to, uh, no legitimate analyst I've spoken to expects it to sell anywhere near as many copies as that, which I know is going to, sound confusing in a market like Nebraska or, you know, if I'm in Starkville, people are like, what? Like, <laughs> of course college football is more popular. I'm like, well, right. that's popular globally. Yeah. And, and they've been doing this for a longer time. And, there, you know, there's a far smaller, I mean, the, the number of licensees in these other games is way tinier. There's less than 2,000 people in Madden. Mm-hmm. There's 11,000 plus people in this game. And when you play college football, as I, I think most listeners here are probably nodding in their cars, you're usually playing Dynasty which means after six hours, all of these people have graduated and you're playing with made up people. And when you play Madden, you're going to have Pat Mahomes on your team for, you know, eight seasons yep. before things change. So, so the individual like uh, negotiating power for each athlete is, is down. What this is going to be a big talking point in the athlete labor rights movement and athlete organizations. You're already seeing agents and, and some attorneys and some professors. You deeply criticize this deal. I'm going to be interested in how, 
people are able to use this to either galvanize and organize athletes for a future deal or whether this comes off as too heavy-handed because I think you and I both know, and, and you know, next time you guys talk to some Cornhusker players, I imagine many of them will tell you, there's going to be a lot of dudes who would do this for free. Yeah. Right. There's not going to be, you're not, you, yeah, you're not going to be expecting a lot of people to hold out over 600 bucks, especially Mm -hmm. because the stars get a separate marketing deal. Not going to lie, Matt. I'm one of the people you're talking to because I can still very much remember the name of the quarterback that helped me lead Kansas to a Rose Bowl championship (laughs) 20 years ago after my players had cycled out and I had to recruit. And oh, man, it was great. I was coach of the year. It was just, we were a cover of Sports Illustrated because that was a feature on a couple of the EA games when I was in school. Is there, Fear that this could be one of those deals where this game, it's a one-off, like one-year type deal where some, there's just too many logistical nightmares that they cannot continue this, or is this basically a year-by-year basis, or hey, we're just going to see how it goes, but the, the hard part here is getting it started again. The hard part is getting it started, but based on the documentation that I've inspected and the conversations I've had with EA and various licensing agents, the assumption from everybody right now is that this is an annual release. When they've, when they've reached out mm-hmm. to Nebraska, when they've reached out to Ohio State and Michigan and everybody else to, to secure the school's IP, they've been positioning it as a multi-year licensing agreement. And so I would expect there to be an EA College Football 26, an EA College Football 27 moving forward. You know, I would be very surprised if this game is not a, a commercial success, especially because there, uh, there will be DLC and there will be an ultimate team and there'll be a way for EA to make money from digital goods beyond the point of sale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a more interesting question about what the sales cycle and trajectory looks like after this year, after they kind of work out the kinks and see if they can make some of the logistical stuff a little bit easier. You know, it's interesting, Matt. I, I feel like there was a time that, well, I mean, for obvious reasons, that college football they never wanted to be able to sort of coexist. I mean, the NCAA, I should say, never really wanted to coexist with something like this if the the yeah. players were being paid. But now it's it's hard for me not to imagine as we look at the the new expanded college football playoff, we look at the the bowl system that EA Sports not only will have a pretty significant presence when it comes to the gaming side of it, but I could see a lot of a lot of coexisting when it comes to the big stage events for NCAA football, whether we're talking about the college football playoff, whether we're talking about a Rose Bowl or an Orange Bowl or whatever some of the most prestigious bowls are, that EA Sports will probably actually have some type of presence, whether they're sponsoring a bowl or, or what have you. It just seems like it's kind of like sports gambling, how everybody was against it. They turned their back on it. They didn't want anything to do with it. Now we have sports franchises in Vegas, and now you have... NFL, Major League Baseball, partnering with yeah. places like FanDuel and DraftKings and everywhere. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a pretty good comparison. I, I, I want to say Sega Sports, I think, actually did use to sponsor a bowl game Yeah, um, you know, back in the day. The, one of the things that I think maybe some fans might not appreciate, but I've definitely heard this from enough industry people, is that the schools themselves are as excited about this game coming back as the players are. And a major reason for it isn't from the licensing money that they get. Like, Nebraska is getting a, a surprisingly little amount of money from EA Sports directly based on the contracts that I've inspected. Mm-hmm. But what, what Nebraska is going to get, what everybody's going to get, is something that they can't effectively buy right now, which is a ton of marketing awareness campaigns, particularly for people under 25. Like, I don't think this is as maybe as much of an issue specifically with Nebraska. You guys might know better than I would, but... For a lot of schools in this country, they're really worried about future enrollment. Yeah. They're worried about yep. their ability to recruit other students because you know, the places like Nebraska and Kansas and North Dakota don't produce a ton 
of college-bound high school students, and so they're trying to get people from all over the country. And this video game is a way to get what makes Lincoln cool and what makes Nebraska cool and significant in the eyeballs of people across the country. And the idea isn't, oh my gosh, we're going to get some kid in Phoenix or Dallas to come to Nebraska because they played us in the video game. (laughs) But the thinking is, we hope to get that kid in Dallas to open the letter we sent him when he's 16 because he saw us in the video game and remembers us. And then he falls in love with everything else that our school has to offer. And that's why people spend hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars on billboards and direct mail campaigns. And they send recruiters across the country and they're trying to drum up licensing deals. And this video game is going to be critical uh, to reaching out to to Gen Z, which is a generation that doesn't relate to college sports fandom the same way that you and I do. Um, And if that means you have to put EA Sports on a stage with you, by God, a lot of schools are going to be happy to do it. Matt, great stuff. Uh, we could talk about this for hours. I hope we can catch up as we get a little closer. I know there's going to be a new trailer in May. The, the release is going to be in July. And so hopefully yeah. as we get more information, we can talk to you more about this and, and some great information that I know you're covering and putting out there as well. Really appreciate you spending time with us today. Of course, it's my pleasure. Thanks, fellas. That is Matt Brown. Uh, extra points and already some great write-ups on the tech that goes into this, too. There's so much. I, I, I'm serious, Jimmy. We could have talked to him for like two hours oh, yeah. on this because I think that the important thing to remember is this is being built up from scratch. So when you remember the way that you enjoyed EA Sports College football and how you will enjoy the new game, it's going to be a lot different. I mean, there's probably going to be some things that look somewhat similar, but all of the the finite details that they're that they're putting into this and now not having to worry about when it comes to the the player the player likeness the, the you know name image likeness and all of that that you can just roll right in you don't need a special code to uh insert the the roster it's it's going to be cool but very fascinating as far as a lot of the questions that do remain unanswered on where this continues to go when it comes to uh, student-athlete name-image likeness. Uh, we're a little bit behind, so we're going to get to Verz uh, coming up right uh, after the break here, and we'll have some more thoughts on the weekend, big college basketball weekend as well before we get out of here here on 1620 The Zone.